Welcome to Healthy Energy with Margo. In our show, we explore the various ways we can connect to our energy and shift our perspective to create change in our being and in life. Now, here's your host, Margo Nielsen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a magical Monday and Healthy Energy with Margo. Thank you so much for joining me today, whether you are listening live or to the recording. Welcome. And if you are live and would like to ask a question today, we'd love to have you call in at 1-866-472-5792. I have two guests today. How did I get so lucky? I have Andrew, Dr. Andrew Gardella and Carlina Vanderway. So welcome, Andrew and Carlina. I'm so excited that you're here today. Hi. Hi. I wonder how much fun we'll have. Oh, wait, we were going to be serious, right? Yeah, we're we're going to be serious. All right, we'll be serious. We're going to be serious. Yeah, I feel. Oops, I'm not being very serious. I'd like to share with everyone a little about these two amazing beings. So Dr. Andrew Gardella graduated from Case Western Reserve University, magna cum laude, hope I said that right, with degrees in biology, psychology, and cognitive science. He graduated from Palmer College of Chiropractic in Florida. Along with various chiropractic techniques, Dr. Andrew is a facilitator for a range of access consciousness special programs, including Being You. He is available for group sessions, bodywork sessions, and phone consultations. I think he might know a little bit about the subject we're going to be talking about today. And Carlina... I know a lot. (laughs) I think so. I was writing that out thinking, wow, that's pretty impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Carlina is a business consultant and a certified facilitator of access consciousness, and she travels the world facilitating people to create more easily the things they desire. She helps to increase money flows, create more happiness in their daily lives, and create new businesses. Oops, I think I wrote that down there twice. And money flows. you got lots of business and money flows going on with Carlina, and let me tell you, it happens with her. (laughs) What future would you like to create today? So our topic today is about bodies and what they really require. So I have something that I was just having a conversation, well, with a few people about food and how we tend to overeat or get to a point where you just stuff yourself. I know for me, sometimes it feels like a self-sabotage where I, I go so far and then I just shovel food in so Andrew, what can you say to that? How do we help ourselves get from that space to be more in communication or whatever? Well, I think, geez, that's a you know, <laughs> geez, that's, that's like a loaded a question, power, right? Like that's a long, big enough topic for multiple shows. Um, <laughs> like you can come back. <laughs> really, I think part of it is you know we we never actually have been taught or really trained to listen to our body. We've just been taught to, you know. With food, for example, it's like, well, you're supposed to eat three meals a day. You're not supposed to skip a meal. Whether or not you're hungry or whether or not your body's hungry really isn't the point. You know, you need to eat three meals a day or you're going to, like, faint or something bad's going to happen or I don't know. Or, you know, if you have, like, only two meals a day, you're missing out. And one of the meals is the most important meal. And there's, you know, various degrees around which Breakfast meal is the Breakfast I hear is the most important one. But... What was that? I said breakfast is what I heard is the most important one. Yeah, but breakfast. And I'm bad because I've never been a breakfast person. So Me obviously too. I'm just not in. Me neither. I, I've done it wrong the whole time. <laughs> um, but they have all these ideas around, 
what what it is, and none of it's actually based on asking the body a question or asking your body, okay, body, what would you like to eat today? How much would you like to eat today? Because um, what we what I found and what we, we've seen in, in a lot of that access consciousness classes. Um, when we actually start looking at what people's bodies require or them listening to their body, it's totally different than than kind of what the quote-unquote healthy thing might be or is necessarily. What about when we override it? Like what, we might what get about a it? Well, sense. when don't we override it is a better question. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, that that's what we're taught to do. You know, it's like, you know, with eating, it's like, well, okay, if people want to say, well, you should clean your plate or, you know, you should eat everything, but that's overriding your body right there. It's not about how much your body requires and desires. It's just, well, you put that on your plate, now you must eat it because there's starving children in Africa. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I grew up with those starving children in Africa. I know I all about too. them. <laughs> I said we should just give the food to them. I don't want to eat it. But then you do, right? You shovel it in. So how do we go? Yeah. How do we stop that? Just ask questions or? Well, I, I, any, any part of changing it, like anything for me, it would be just the acknowledgement of it or looking at the awareness of it. So, um, you know, if you could ask your body, so what does asking your body look like? Well, there's various ways you can ask your body. One is just, okay, body, would you like it? One of the things we talked about within access is you could just, um, for each bite you take, like chew it like 10 times, like chew it 10 times. So like do it 10 times or, or get like 30 seconds with each bite and the, and kind of like notice all the flavors and, and kind of all the, the food kind of melting in your mouth. And as you do that each bite, you might be surprised by the time you get to the third or fourth or the fifth bite, you actually have a sense of fullness um, many times. Because your body actually okay, might not require as much food as you think it requires. I have a question. So because the, I love the taste of food. So when I play with that and have this delicious food, then I take three bites and my body might be full, but then I'm like, but it's too good. I don't want to stop now. <laughs> what do exactly. I do then? Yeah, what do you do then? Well, I mean, so one thing is please realize if you realize you're overeating and and not don't make yourself wrong for it because you're like, I'm just going to enjoy this. I mean, there's many times I'm like, it's so good, body. Can we just have like five more bites? That's and usually cool. my body's I okay like with it. I like not judging um, And I've also learned, though, you know, it tastes good, but a lot of the times the more and more I eat, the less good it tastes each with each bite. So... Part of what actually is the, you know, when things actually taste good for your body, it's because they're nurturing and they're <laughs> and your body desires it. But as soon as it starts stops tasting as good, is also a good indication of maybe you should stop. That's a really good point. Like, you know, Carlina, when you're like, oh my God, this is so good. And then you have like three more bites. Is it as good as the three first bites? Uh, no, it does tend to change. You're totally right on that. So bringing more awareness to when we eat, how we eat. Yeah. And and it's not wrong, but for me, it's like, okay, well, it's, we kind of just grow up with the point of view of like, oh, well, it's good, so we should just keep going and going and going because it's so good. 
And I, I also think that's, you know, where we get into the topic of, well, are you actually really eating for your body or are you like emotionally eating or stress eating and all of those things? I think that's a big yeah. part of it is stress eating and being bored or eating because it's just something to do. I, I guess I'm thinking mm-hmm. more snacking at night kind of idea. Yeah, and and so many people, like, that's part of the, the I guess, draw to it because you're, you know, get your fixation in or you don't even really notice it. But that's, then are you actually really being present with your body? Because all this stuff, when you actually start being present with your body, it starts to change, whether you're exercising and being present with your body or eating or just moving around. But when you're actually present with your body, there's a different effect that gets created. And so what do you override? What do you mm-hmm. what do you, what do you mean by being present with your body? Like what does that look like? Well, mm, <laughs> what does it look like? <laughs> so one one of the like you know as an athlete, you, you like I was an athlete, and so they would talk about you know being in the zone when you're like in your competition or something, but but you have a, like a total awareness of your body. So it would be like I would have this sense of actually in the present moment with my body and it wasn't about the things I had to get or the past or how I was thinking about these things and trying to, to not think about them anymore, which is a lot of, you know, what is food? Like, what do we use a lot of food and eating for? But you're stressed out and you're like, Oh, I'm hungry or I need to get my mind off this thing or, Oh, this, you know, comfort eating. So if you were present with your body, would it actually require that? Probably well, not. What would it require? <laughs> so, so from this, when we're when we're eating, we want to be more present. We want to ask more questions of our body. Do we really desire this or yeah. not? Well, and, and I think it's 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 a cool exercise. I, I just highly recommend people just you know taking like a first couple like take a bite and just kind of be be there with it. You know, allow like. Like, really chew your food, like, count to, to 30 if you have to, but just, you know, give yourself some time with that rather than, you know, I'm as guilty as this because when I used to wrestle, I would, I would lose weight. And then, so, like, whenever I was not eating, then I would get to have a chance to have food. So I just, like, shovel as much stuff into my mouth as I possibly could fit. Um, or my food would be gone in all of two seconds, which isn't you know what we're talking about here the idea is to actually be present with the present with the food and you know, take your time and and see because there's been many times when I actually do that and I have like three bites four bites five bites and then that's enough but then there's times when I don't do that and like before I know it I've eaten a full fan, like a full thing and I was like then I'm like oh I don't feel so good yeah cool. I do that a lot me too. So <laughs> yeah. everybody, be more um, present with your food. <laughs> yeah, and so really, you know, the choice—the choice comes down to, like that—that's part of the choice you can make to to do this, and to ask your body. I I used to play with, um, you know, muscle testing. I was in chiropractic school, so I learned how to muscle test. And for those of you who don't really know what muscle testing is, well, it's just a way to to access your body's awareness, and it can show you. Um, what it requires or what it doesn't require and what does muscle testing look like? Well, 
you can just put your, like you can, basically what I did was I would even be sitting in the chair and I would ask my body, buddy, would you like this? And it would go forward, would be yes, slightly, and it would rock backwards would be a no. And then if it was kind of like, maybe or whatever, it would go side to side. And so you can do that standing or um, seated. And that's how I, I would start. To, that was one of the ways I started really asking my body and listening to my body and seeing, you know, maybe if it had a different point of view than me or if it was anything. So you could just play with that. I'd be like, okay, buddy, would you like another bite? And I'd be like, no. And I'd be like, oh, but I really want another bite. And then I'd have another bite. And then I'd have another <laughs> bite. And I'd be like, oh, okay, well, I don't actually feel so good now. So I would start, I started to notice and develop kind of the awareness of like, oh, maybe my body does know what it's talking about. <laughs> so it's, it's really an invitation to play with your body, isn't it, in that way then, just to bring more awareness and yeah. start. Muscle, muscle testing is great. I, thanks for the reminder on that. I don't always do that, but I, I have played with it in the past. So um, and, that's and cool. So you can do that. Uh, I mean, there's muscle testing, and with, with all the access, what we talked I talk about one of the first tools we tell people is what's light is true and what's heavy is a lot. So whatever brings you a sense of lightness and whatever you mean by lightness, well, you have a sense of space with it. There's a, a sense of joy, of peace, of possibility, then that's what's light. That's what's true for you. Or, you know, if we're asking your body what's light is what's true for your body. And then what's heavy is a lie. So the heaviness is the stuff, you know, that, that it just doesn't feel funky. You just, it's dense, it's contractive, it's um, um, dense, contractive, and kind of you just have this sense of lack of movement and no possibility. So, you know, what do you, what do you mean? Well, whenever someone, you know, like says something to you and it, you get heavy with it, well, then guess what? It's a lie. But it, when they give you a compliment or acknowledgement, or something, and there's a lightness to it, that's true. Or, you know, the, one of my favorite examples is, have you ever been invited to one of those parties with your friends, and they made it sound like such a good thing, and they were talking it all up, and you're like, mm, I just, no, I don't know. I don't know why I don't want to go, but it just feels really funky and weird. Yep, heavy. And, you know, how many of those times when you didn't go, because you knew it was heavy, so you're like, no, not going to go. Did you ask them how it was, and it was, it turned out not so much fun. And then, you know, how many other times did you let them talk you into it and you went anyways and it was not so much fun? Well, and also, so, like, um, Margo yeah. and I just were at an expo, which was actually a health expo for the weekend. And it was really interesting, like, when you talk about light and heavy, how not light a lot of those things. And I realized as you were talking, it's like, you know, that's not what's true for me. Like the points of views that people have, the points of views that you have to align and agree with and everything that you have to buy into as being healthy or good for you or this is what you need to do with your body or this is what you need to eat, that kind of thing. So it's really interesting that you mentioned that. Well, like you and I talked, Carlina, <laughs> try to go around the show and look and it was like, yeah, no, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Nothing was appealing. And yet you had people yeah. asking, well, how do they know? Like I had an 80-year-old lady. She was so sweet. And she says, how do I know which is going to help me? Like getting in tune yeah. to that. Because, you know, she'd heard all these things. She had been doing Pilates since she was 67 and had a couple of people bang into her a couple times and then wasn't able to move the same way. So 
I, I encouraged her to come over to our booth and she said, well, I'm on a pension. I can only, you know, once I pay my rent, then I'm done kind of thing. And I said, well, you could take a class. You could be a practitioner, <laughs> make some money and join us and come and have some fun. And she said, but I'm 80. And I says, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> She was well, sweet. I think that's also where what Andrew was saying about muscle testing and the light and heavy, you know, using those tools, like even walking around the expo, it would have been kind of fun to just play with the light and heavy and do some muscle testing in front of each book, um, in front of each booth. And I may have looked really funny, but it would have been really funny to like fun for me to play with that and just kind of see where my body's like, uh, stop, get away from this. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fun <laughs> next time because <laughs> yeah we go um you know you, you go around those things and you look at all the different areas and you know if you're not aware of what really speaks to you when you go because you're kind of talked into something into buying something now we, we we would have conversations with people about the bars and whether they wanted to come and join us was entirely up to them but we were having a lot of fun in our booth a yeah, lot of laughter we was going it was happy. a happy booth <laughs> i tried to be so serious I at wonder, one point <laughs> i wonder andrew like with with all of the judgment that's out there because that was so apparent at this expo is like the judgment and then you know the beautiful thing about the expo is that you have like 10 booths in a row and every single booth has a different and new judgment that you can align with or that you can resist or that you can agree partially with or whatever the case may be. So it's like, how do we deal with all of those things? Like the judgment of what's right, what's wrong, what do we do now? What did we do 10 years ago that's now wrong that we have to do different? Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, it's funny. There's a really good example. They, they did Someone did a comedic skit about um, eggs throughout the years. <laughs> yes. Like, Wait, can um, we can go to was, a break and then come back and, and hear what your answer is, Andrew? Okay. <laughs> Sorry okay. to interrupt. Well, sounds good. We'll go to a break, and when we come back, I'm going to do a question with a minute with Margot, and then we'll have Andrew answer that question. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you been neglecting yourself and now is the time to make you a priority in your own life? To be kinder and more in tune with yourself. Maybe there is an area of your life you would like to shift or gain a new perspective. Margot of Healthy Energy would be happy to assist you. To get in touch with Margot to book your healing session or coaching session today, call 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. That's 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Do you wish you had more energy? Would you like to have a more restful sleep? Do you experience discomfort in your joints? Maybe you'd like to release some excess weight. The Health Made Simple and Weight Management Made Simple programs by Secret may just be what you're looking for. To get started today, contact Margo Nielsen at 778-828-8005 or healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Again, to discover what Secret can do for you, call Margo at 778-828-8005 
or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Today's Minute with Margot question is... How do I not become affected by other people's words and opinions? Well, right there, that's kind of a start is being aware that you are doing so. Then you might be might say to them or yourself, well, that's a really interesting opinion or an interesting way to look at it. And, you know, it's just somebody else's opinion and it's mostly their stuff, not yours. So if you do find yourself taking it on, you can ask yourself, who does it belong to? And if it doesn't feel like yours, and as Andrew was saying, if it feels light that it doesn't, then return it to sender with consciousness. Saying to yourself, interesting point of view for everything for three days can change things up as well as who does it belong to. Try those and see if things shift. And if you would like to know more about this or have a session, I'd be happy to set something up. If you have something you'd like to ask for next week's Minute with Margot, please send me a message at healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, Andrew, you are going to give us an example of judgment. <laughs> so please share. <laughs> well, I was the, the video that was funny because they went through the the people's points of views around what the health, what was healthy about eggs or wasn't healthy about eggs. You know, from like the, the I think it was the forties or the thirties until present day, and they so they talk about oh no, like you want three eggs in the morning, and then they're like oh no, you only want you know, like egg yolks in the morning and oh no, now all you want is egg whites in the morning and oh no, like it's all these different things. But, and what do you mean? What is that judgment? Well, it's the idea that something, there's just one right thing or there's this right thing. And now that's not right. But it's funny because like you said, and like we were talking about before the break, it seems to change. They're like, oh no, no, you don't want to go on the, you know, like with foods and diets, they're always like, oh, well, you want to do this diet this is what's right now. And oh no, now, now, now science is showing that that diet's wrong and this diet's right. And it's just really funny because none of it is actually based on a question about what actually is going to work for your body. Um, and I think that's, that's really the idea of all of this stuff when you're actually looking at what does your body require is, well, ask it. I mean, very times we don't even really ask, okay, body, what do you require? And, you know, just ask your body to show you, it can show you. How is it going to show you? I don't know. It's different. Sometimes I'm just like walking around the store and I'm gravitated to some kind of food or something. And I'm like, okay, I don't know why I keep being drawn to this, but I'm drawn to it. So I'll get it. Did that that's a good, cool. Did I we, like what you, what you good, said about like, how is your body going to show you? Cause that's one thing that I remember um, when I was asking, I'd be like, well, how am I supposed to know? So being open to whatever it is, like, you know, the energy of, like, Andrew, how you said, you, you feel drawn to something. 
Yeah. And it's like, it's so funny because they're like, well, I'm not sure. I don't know. Or all these things. Well, you're making choices, you know, whether or not you're going to eat something. So just eat something. And, you know, when we're, if we're just talking about with your body and your food or, you know, even with clothes, if you're looking at what your body would like to wear, well, in the end, you're going to have to just choose something. If you put it on and it doesn't work, you know, or you eat something and it doesn't taste good or it doesn't, it's not working, then you can stop, you know, or you can change your clothes or you can switch something up. But each choice you make with that starts to create awareness and, you know, ask and receive is actually true. So if you're asking your body, if you're asking the universe to support you and showing you more of that, of what, of more awareness around what your body requires or what it would be to be present with your body or to listen with your body, then you'll start actually getting more of that information. So, Andrew, you mentioned like how, like picking your clothes. What do you mean? How can your clothes actually contribute to your body? Oh, oh yeah. So what do I mean? Well, <laughs> the easiest way is sometimes one, there's, I've had bad days and I usually don't want to ask my body like me. I would like to wear jogging pants or like a hoodie or something. And I'm like, okay, buddy, what do you want to wear today? And it picks dress clothes. I'm like, Ugh, okay, I'll put it on. Um, but the way people see your body and, you know, they quote-unquote see you because most of them associate you with their body. You know, that's how you show up here. So they see you and how you're presented, like how your body presents itself, how you dress, all that stuff actually, you know, gives people an indication of how they look at you and how they quote-unquote judge you or don't judge you or how they see you in the world. So yeah. it was always interesting because when I, you know, I, I put dress clothes on now and I'm sir. Right. You know, if I do. And, and it's really interesting. And I never used to, I always would resist that and everything. But then I started noticing, oh, when I wear certain clothes, um, one, my body feels better. Like, people look at me differently. They, they see me differently. Maybe they're, they, you know, they're giving me like, oh, who's he? You know, like, so your body gets a different kind of attention. And then it's also people treat you better. And when you wear things that are actually contributive to your body, your body feels better. It contributes an energy, you know, just like food contributes an energy. Well, what if clothes can contribute an energy too? Hmm. I love that because you can actually have your body contribute to you feeling great, feeling better. Mm -hmm. I like it. And going to the show, I think I changed my clothes each day three times before I finally got what I was going to (laughs) wear. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Tried it on. Nope, this doesn't work. Nope, this doesn't work. Yeah, okay, this will (laughs) work. So I have another question. Um, What else? Like we've talked about food. We've talked about clothes. What else do our bodies require? What else can we choose that contribute to our bodies? Well, I think the other, you know, big one, if we're going to go say big ones, if there's major ones, is movement, you know, so exercise or, um, and I and I say movement in a way because my body finds interesting ways, you know, not all the time I'm, I'm busy. And so I end up picking, picking places to stay at where I'm on like the fifth floor and I'm doing some stairs each day. <laughs> I'm like, okay, buddy, I get the idea. We're, we're doing some movement. We're getting in some exercise. Um, and there's, again, there's so many points of views around there around what kind of exercise is good for you or what kind of exercise is bad for you. Or, you know, oh, my God, that's so torturous. I could never do that. I don't know how 
you know, all these people have all these different views. And again, it's really about finding something that works for you and works for your body. I know people who love to do like their, them and their bodies love to dance and love to do yoga and like all the stretching things. And then I know people that love to run and that's all they, they want to do with the body. But each body is different and you know, you're different. So what, what you enjoy and what's fun for you, you know, I think that's really the idea is finding something that's actually enjoyable and fun for you and fun for your body and gives you a sense of, you know, joy. Well, then you'll uh, do it. And I think that's, yeah. And I think that's an important piece because I've also looked at, you know, like, oh, people run and then I'm like, oh, I should run. But then if I try to run, my body's like, uh-uh. I mean, my body doesn't actually mind it, but I hate running. So I won't actually choose it. So what can we play with to actually find out what our bodies and we, I guess, do like to do? Yeah. And I think the the cool thing is bodies are really, you know, they're not going to go against you. It's like, well, you don't like running, but maybe your body would, but your body's not going to be like, oh, well, you're just getting over your point of view because we're running. That's what's (laughs) going to happen. Like, there's nobody that ever did that. <laughs> Wait, say more so, about that. So I I think, again, it, to me, it comes down to asking. It's like, okay, well, body, what other movement can we do that would be fun for you and, and fun for me, or that would work for us? Okay, cool. Um, and just asking and then seeing what shows up. You know, it's always funny because I, I find out things. I'm like, okay, buddy, and then I hear someone talk about some exercise or some something they're doing and I'm like, oh, what's that? And I start looking it up and I'm like, okay, I think I'll go try this. And then sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. You know, but that's, cool. that's kind of I like how it. I go about looking at that. Thanks. Well, what about chronic pain in bodies? Just I work a lot with bodies and when people are in that, they tend to judge themselves and they're almost continuing to bring it in just because it's present there all the time. Can you speak to that? Oh, my gosh. There's um, a lot on that one, too. I know. <laughs> who does it belong to is is a great starting point mm. of um, for, for, for chronic pain is just the idea of, and I know this, this is, it's silly and it's a little weird, but the idea is you ask for, for, for the pain, you know, or for any kind of discomfort or anything showing up in your body, you can ask, okay, is this mine, someone else? Is this mine or someone else's? And if it lightens up at all on someone else's, then it's just someone else's. So you can, you know, you can return all of that to sender with consciousness attached, and that can start to, to break the mechanism of the, the pain or whatever. Because um, a lot of times, you know, even in chronic pain cases, once your point of view creates your reality. So once you decided or defined something as pain, then it keeps showing up as pain. Even if it's not, you know, we, we have all these, your body's aware of all these different energies, but a myriad of it gets consolidated down into just pain. Um, so another cool thing I would, I would recommend people asking is, okay, body, what inform like pain is just your body giving you information. So, okay, body, what, information are you giving me here or what information what am i like what are you aware of that i'm not okay so that's interesting like you say pain is just a way that your body's giving you information i'm pretty sure that a lot of people out there would disagree with what you just said can you say more about that well it's 
your body's way, like, you know, pain is a way of your body getting you to listen, right? So even if it's like they're like screaming and yelling, it's still, you know, your body getting you to, getting you to get that information or of what it's trying to show you or what it's giving you. I mean, I remember um, one, one example of who does it belong to was, um, was it's Dane. He was working on this guy. And he would get some relief of it, but the man was in had, had this chronic pain for a year or two years. It was or three years. I don't know. It's, it's multiple years. Um, but he would come and see Dane, and Dane would get a little result. And Dane was just starting to do Access. For, for those of you who don't know, Dr. Dane here is the a co-founder of Access, co-creator of Access. And um, he was working in the chiropractic office, and he was working on this guy, and then Finally, he's like, hey, I don't think I'm really helping you. Maybe we should go to someone else. And the guy's like, no, 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 you're the only one that helps anything. Please, you know, like you're doing great. And then so Dane started. He's like, hey, I have this other tool. It's really weird. But can I ask you, this pain that you have going on in your low back, like who does it belong to? Or, you know, and, and he's like, well, what do you mean? It's like, well, do you know anyone else that, that had this pain or anything or anything like that? And the guy went, oh, my gosh, like my wife did. And it was so much he couldn't work and all this stuff. And then one day it just went away. And that's about the same time I started getting this. <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah. <laughs> or not. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh. So he, he you know, because bodies have healing abilities. And we, we have, you know, you can have a healing talent and ability. So he had actually, you know, been, been healing his wife, taking the pain out. Um, but the, so what Dane, you know, he, he did this thing and said, well, can we, can we return it? Like he wouldn't, he obviously wasn't going to return it to, to send her. He was like, oh, I'm not getting it back to my wife. Well, the, the idea of returning it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to get the pain back. It just lets it go out of you. But right. the other thing you can do is just give it to the earth then. So you can just give whatever that, that energy is, that, that intensity, that pain to the earth and see if that works as well. That's cool. And how do you do that? that? Well, just give it to the earth. Do it. There's nothing. There's not really a how about it. That's awesome. Just even knowing that we take on so much from other people in in the idea of healing, right? Wanting to help somebody, and then that we can either return it to sender or return to the earth. I like it. Yeah, it's. I, I, and it's it's so funny because we, we talk about it and it's one of the first tools, but it, it's one of the, the most common things I use all the time. And it's, you know, it's always funny because we have an ongoing joke in, in the classes and everything of like, yeah, um, they're like, oh, what do I do about this? And, and we always, like the joke is, oh, well, it's this brand new tool. It's called Who Does This Belong To? It just came out yesterday. Um, (laughs) we might know these tools but Um, we're not always using them (laughs) yes exactly and it's just always funny because you know um because it is it is really basic in a way but oh my gosh you know sometimes the difference it makes is just tremendous so tools so the pain you said it's our body's way of giving us information do we need to know what what that information is? is just information um, and what do I mean? Well, if you look at it, people have different kind of pain tolerances. They have different uh, sensitivity levels, quote unquote. The other thing is, I was always confused. Um, there was one study I, I liked in chiropractic school. They did MRIs of, of the population, and they found that like 50% of the population 
had kind of disc derangements or disc degeneration, but they didn't have any pain associated with those symptoms. Um, so the MRI would show that they would have, would have, should have a disc problem or something, but then they, they didn't actually have any kind of disc problem, like quote unquote symptomatically. Like on the MRI, it shows, the picture says yes, but symptomatically they're not expressing anything, any pain or anything. That brings me to another so, question is, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. We're going to end up going to a break, but just oh, if okay. we're taking well, on, if, if pain isn't ours the break, or illness, pardon me, <laughs> you broke up. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, well, I, I, I don't even know what I was going to say now. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It wasn't meant to be said in the moment. Um, so if, if we're taking things on that isn't ours, and it's showing up somewhat in our body. And then we go to a doctor trying to get a diagnosis. And you can't get it because you don't fit the model because it really isn't yours to begin with. Maybe when we come back from the break, we can talk a little bit about that. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you wish you had more energy? Would you like to have a more restful sleep? Do you experience discomfort in your joints? Maybe you'd like to release some excess weight. The Health Made Simple and Weight Management Made Simple programs by Secret may just be what you're looking for. To get started today, contact Margot Nielsen at 778-828-8005 or healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Again, to discover what Secret can do for you, call Margot at 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Have you been neglecting yourself and now is the time to make you a priority in your own life? To be kinder and more in tune with yourself. Maybe there is an area of your life you would like to shift or gain a new perspective. Margot of Healthy Energy would be happy to assist you. To get in touch with Margot to book your healing session or coaching session today, call 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. That's 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. 
Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margo. So before the break, we were talking about disease and when we have something going in on in our body and if it doesn't belong to us, but we've got something on going on, we go to the doctor, they can't quite diagnose us because we don't fit the disease model. They give us something and it doesn't work. So Andrew, how do we begin to hmm, break out of that or change that up for ourselves? Well, I think this, you know, when we're talking about with this tool, who does it belong to, right? Well, if it doesn't actually belong to you, you can't actually change it and your body can't actually change it because it's not even yours in the first place. Exactly. So it's really funny because, you know, you might be expressing the symptomatology or whatever and the doctors give you this medication or whatever that's supposed to make it better. But then if you don't actually really have it going on, then is it actually going to work? Because so many times, you know, when we talk about like with the pain or or with other things, if your body's giving you information about something, say like someone else who's sick or someone else who has pain, then it's just the information that the awareness that this other body has something going on. So so trying to, to get it fixed, you know, isn't going to work because it's not really there. It's just kind of like a, a mirage, you know, in a way of like it's an image of of what someone else has going on, but not what actually is going on for your body. Can I give an example? Um, One time, so I ended up breathing problems and ended up in the hospital. Uh, They had given me nebulizers, seven of them, and they weren't doing the job that they needed to do. And I was quite aware of everybody and, and just the energies of them all. And they ended up intubating me. And then didn't know what to do with me and finally sent me home after two days because I wasn't, I was in ICU secluded because they didn't know, but then they, you know, figured I was okay. So in that process, it was about two weeks later, I had typed a message to Carlina and just said, do you have a moment to chat? And we talked because I was still, you know, taking their drugs, doing their thing, trying to get myself better, but left with this crying jag and, Carlina and I chatted for about 10 minutes and it was, who does it belong to? And of course I said, well, it sure as heck feels like me. So we cleared that. And then, (laughs) do you remember that, Carlina? I do. (laughs) I was determined it was mine. (laughs) We cleared that and then cleared some more. We even got to who was I trying to keep from dying because that had come up as well. And, you know, by that afternoon, things had shifted so much for me. It was so much lighter. The next day I text Carlina and said, oh, my God, thank you. I feel like me again. And there was nothing there. And yet when I went back for the follow-up, because you have to go for follow-ups, um, or, well, you don't have to, but I did. And they still didn't quite know, but they wanted to stick me into this is asthma. This is what you need. You need to take these puffers on a regular basis. And carrying on and going and getting allergy testing done. And I didn't fit the model there either. And it was it was just a fascinating journey. So that's just kind of one example how that might work for people. That really we do take on way more than what we need to. All in the name of trying to help oh. to heal somebody. But yeah, it was it was amazing. And, and thank you to Carlina <laughs> for being there for me because she's, she's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that raises something for me too because... Um, early, like early on when I was playing with access or I think slightly before access, I had, um, you know, like a mole removed from my back, which then turned out to be cancerous and blah, blah, blah. And they wanted me to go through follow-up and I just said, no, I'm like, sorry, I'm not going to your 
cancer clinic and all of that energy because it's really not fun for me. And it wasn't in my world. Like, and I didn't want to create that in my world. So my question to you, Andrew, like when somebody is dealing with that, you are getting a lot of opinions from your doctors. Like I literally had to write a letter that I was going against my doctor's orders and that I was no longer a patient for my doctor because he required me to go through this follow-up, which required a whole bunch of other stuff. So what do we, what can we do with that? What can we play with that when you're getting so much pressure from the outside world and so many opinions coming at you as to where to fit you in, how to box you, how to categorize you when they can't? Well, I think this is where like going into, okay, asking my buddy, okay, buddy, well, is this true for you? Is this what you have going on? Or is this, you know, like, the, again, the who does it belong to thing. I would be doing the who does it belong to before I even went to the doctor. Um, yeah. To see, um, and it, it's just funny because I've seen things where, you know, I've heard so many stories about um, things that show up on an x-ray and then they, people get x-rayed again and it's not there and the doctors say, oh, it must be a glitch or they get an yeah. MRI or something, you know, they had something that looked like cancer on the first MRI and then, you know, it's gone and the, the people quote unquote heal or have a, but, or whatever and the doctors say, oh, it must have been a glitch or something, a technical glitch in the, in the machine. But, I mean, I've heard this. The amount of times you, I hear these stories and stuff is just kind of funny. So so I, I think for you, like, and this is such a, a tough topic because, you know, it's, again, you're put in this position of, like, oh, well, you know, if you want to do the best for you, this is this is what you need to do. Yeah. You know, um, and... And for me personally, this is also what I love about the access stuff because it's actually about empowering you to know that, you know, and, and empowering you to, to get a sense of what's going to work for you and what's right for you and for your body. Not necessarily okay. right for anyone else, but what's going to work the best for you. Um, and so I, I always go back to what's heavy is true and, and or I mean, what's heavy is true. What's, what's light is true and what's heavy is a lie. <laughs> So, you know, when they start saying all these things and, and all this heaviness comes up, I'm just like, okay, well, that's really heavy. So, like, give me a minute here. And then I just kind of have a moment with my body and I'm like, okay, buddy, is this what you want to do? Yes or no? Okay, no. Okay, then I'm not going to do it. So what else can we do or what other options are available? And and I think that, you know, it's just funny because they, they try to say you don't have a choice or it's not your right, but that's not actually true either. You know, you always have a choice. You always have a right um, and I think that's a really important por- uh, point for us to remember is that you really do always have a choice and it's your body and you always have a right to choose. Well, and, and the funny thing is, this is where it's like totally everything's opposite appears to be is we, and like we get this idea that we don't know our body at all, but some doctor who has never met us before does. It's like you've been walking around <laughs> in your body for however many years. <laughs> You, you might have you. a good idea of what works and what doesn't work and what you like and what you don't like, but we're not actually, but when we go to some, it's just funny how, how we get in, there's this culture a lot of times of like, well, no, you don't actually have an idea of what's going on in your body. You need these tests or these things, other things to show you. Um, yeah, we have bought into than, that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. We have bought into it because we think, you know, a lot of people think the doctor knows better than what we do like you said right and we do know our own body and I think it's encouraging people to 
get into contact with their own body, stop, start making it a partnership and a communion between each of, you know, you and your body that, yes, we can look at what we eat, we can look at how we're feeling, what do we need to change, you know, maybe you need a session, maybe maybe there's something else out there for you than what a doctor or the medical system has to tell you, because they don't, they really do not know what's best for you. <laughs> a well, lot of times it really doesn't seem like they do. No, even, well, even my daughter I mean, went through, she and fractured. And it's totally fine to go, like, the idea is I've had lots of friends that ask their body and they go through with the surgery or they go through with the, the conventional treatment. And that's totally fine. There's there's nothing, um, like, I, I'm not yeah. at all against that route. It's just really looking at, okay, well, just ask your, you and your body what's what's going to work and what's going to work for you um, and not the other way around. You know, it's it's what's yeah, going to work like for that. you rather than you having to fit in their box to make someone else happy. Well, then you're coming from yeah. choice, your choice for you. And you're right. Sometimes that is, is what you choose anyways. Mm-hmm. But it's more, more tuning into you and what your choice is. I like that. So we have Andrew coming to Vancouver for a three-day body class in November. If you've liked what you've heard so far from Andrew, maybe want to know more and come and play with a three-day body class, maybe either Carlina and Andrew, you can share what three-day body class is about. Andrew, I want to take that one. <laughs> so the, it's, it's, the three-day body class is three days long. Go figure. Um, and it's, it's, <laughs> who would have known? <laughs> who would have? You never would have guessed, right? Um, no. Nope. And the the class is three days of kind of what we've been talking about, which encourages you to, to you know, get a greater sense of communion and uh, connection with, with your body. And really the class is facilitated by these body processes that we have that have been created by Access Consciousness. And so there are these, these gentle energetic processes that, that um, you just lay down and receive them on your body and then you also gift them to so you run them on someone else. You take turns, basically. And it, it starts to undo and like all the, the kind of the limitation and the judgments and all the, the solidity that we've kind of locked into our body and caked on our body. Um, and it starts to break those things apart and give your body and you a, a greater sense of space and possibility. And, um, yeah, I don't... Carly, do you have anything to add to that? Um, I've been to a lot, actually, and I'm really looking forward to this one. I'm looking forward to the conversations that we're going to have. And like you said, um, while we're running those body processes that do set up for set us up for a different possibility with our bodies and a different communion and connection to our bodies, we get to have these amazing conversations about things um, that we may not have looked at before or a different perspective that we may not have seen before. So... I am really looking forward to it. The one in Vancouver that Andrew's doing next is November 9th, 10th, and 11th. And Andrew, do you have any more coming up in different areas? Um, no, not at this point. I haven't <laughs> set my 2019 schedule, which reminds me I need to. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Then, um, you know, stay tuned uh, to Andrew for learning where he's going to be next. And if you want to jump on the very first one, come to Vancouver, uh, not this weekend, but the one following. Carlina, do they need anything before taking that class or can they just dive in? 
There are prerequisites. It's a great question. Um, you do require the Access Consciousness Bars class and an Access Consciousness Foundation class to be able to attend a three-day body class. So if you have any questions about that, you can reach me um, by either emailing me at talktocarlina at gmail.com or find Andrew or myself on um, Facebook, or you can contact our other host, Kimberly Kershane, which is kim.kershane at gmail.com. Cool. I'm going to be in that class, so I'm looking very much forward to uh, to the three-day body class. <laughs> awesome. What change can and it create in I my body? Exactly. I'm excited. You know, the, the, the cool thing we talk about and like I, I start each of the classes with the idea of look, this is a body, like it's a body class, and so what does that <laughs> necessitate or create? Well, it's about the bodies actually, and how the bodies have a different point of view. You know, it's not a three-day mind class. So we don't spend three <laughs> days figuring everything out. <laughs> from from oh, somebody God, who is funny. like very good with her mind, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's really, you know, how it's about learning and developing the, the, the way bodies communicate. And, well, what do bodies communicate? They do it energetically. They do it, you know, and, in a different way than verbally. So the, the three days is really a chance to, to kind of empower you to, to develop that, to learn more about it, to grow in that. Exciting times coming up for the bodies in Vancouver. Yep. So thank you, Andrew and Carlina, for joining me today. That was fun to uh, have a conversation about bodies. I hope you all got lots out of it to start playing with who does it belong to and just listening and playing with your body. So thank you both for joining me. Thank you so much for having us Hey, it was my pleasure. So um next week i'm going to be joined by peter nielsen my husband and we're going to be having a conversation about attitudes also for secret which is one another part of my business i am looking for some fun people to join me maybe you're looking to earn some extra money or would like to have fun helping your friends and family shop for christmas please contact me if you want to join the fun and you can do so at healthyenergy.shaw.ca So have yourself a magical week. Do something kind for yourself and your body. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join your host, Margot Nielsen, for another edition of Healthy Energy with Margot. We're live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. What positive energy can you attract in the coming week? Oh, 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 oh,